Hey, I'm just sitting here. It's Friday. Yeah. Friday. Friday. Got to get down on Friday. Or we can, like, go back to the Friday movie. Like, it's Friday. You ain't got no job and you ain't got shit to do. Anyways, uh, golf is back. We'll talk about that. The Patriots schedule and schedule day is out. And I believe the Patriots are going to announce their uh, Hall of Fame inductee coming up uh, within the hour here. So uh, we'll have that for you. My guest today is Tucker Silva. We'll bring him in in just a minute. Um, and I uh, will wrap up with my uh, my Instacart experience that I had this week, uh, which overall went well. But I don't want your lettuce. How about that? Anyways, uh, today's guest, his name is Tucker Silva. He is from 98.5 The Sports Hub. He is from uh, the Financial Exchange, where he is broadcasting out of the uh, world-class studios of, uh, I believe, the Armstrong Advisory Group. Is that what we call that place now? Uh, yep, that's correct here in uh, Needham, Mass. I, I just look like really small compared to you. I'm like really low. I'm going to try and hike my <laughs> Well, you know, Tucker? <laughs> is that part? I mean, you're not short, right? I, I was going for my knees here. Like, you're uh, not short. You, I'm six three. No, I'm so, short. I'm five foot eight, uh, nine. But okay. my chair just looked very uh, low there. So, all right, this looks you, so much better. You were intimidated. Yeah, I, I felt very intimidated with that. So, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I I wanted to bring you on today because of the uh, the golf stuff, and we'll. We'll do a bunch of other stuff um, as well here on the show, but happy happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to you. Yeah, I'm excited. Looking forward to the uh, crappy weather overnight. So, what is? Can you believe that shit? Like, all right, I, everybody's saying there's snow coming. I haven't seen a single forecast of, of snow, at least where I am. I, I've seen like 45 and like rain, which whatever. I'm used to that, but. Um, uh, you snow in your area coming? Uh, well, I mean, so you live on the south shore. I live on the north shore. So I bet you everybody that's in the middle gets slammed, or I, or at least I, I think west, like Worcester. Yeah, oh, that's the snow belt, dude. Like anywhere, yeah. like up Route Three, um, like that that area always gets a little bit. But you know, I I, I know the song, right? Sometimes the snow comes down in June. Oh, yeah, um, I, that. I I don't want this shit right now. Like we we got lucky. We got lucky this year with the snow. We got we got very lucky here. We really did. Um, what do we have? Like one or two, like somewhat bad storms, if you want to call them that. I I, I don't recall a storm with more than six inches, something like that. Yeah. So we definitely uh, lucked out. Yeah. Um. You know, like for instance, all those people who work in the car dealer world. Yeah. Uh. You know, that's the worst thing in the world you can get is. Uh, you know, removing snow. All oh, yeah, I, I did that for years, Joe. Years I, I did that. I joined the club. Yeah, the snow I, rakes. And I, the became, I became the scratch cars. Yeah, I became the pusher. So what would happen is somebody would get, you know, clean the car and then shovel it in. Yeah. But somebody would get in and I'd be behind it, pushing it out of the snowbank. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did, I did all of that too. Yeah. I, mean, I was like, all right, one down. Let's go to the next one. Well, you, you play, you're used to that. You play football. You were on the offensive line. So you're oh, yeah. so, plenty used to that. Yeah. I mean, I, well, here's the deal. I couldn't fit in the car. 
So, <laughs> I, and like, if you where, use, why are we talking about? Oh, like a like a Nissan Sentra, like a Nissan Leaf or, or something. Oh, like yeah, are are the verses the smallest car going? I think you look like the guy in the Simpsons who's in this <laughs> tiny car or whatever. So like, it's like, all right, well, we won't have Joe clean any cars. We'll just have him push it. Yeah, um, and that's that's what happened. We got, the key the key to defrosting the car was you you dig out a spot in the dealership next to the cars, and then you would go in, crank the heat, crank the defroster, let that shit melt a little bit, get it nice and nice and ripe, and then you get back in there, wipers out. Well, see, see now my whole thing is I don't know where my scraper is. Like I don't know what happened. One day I was my like, scrapers right now. I, that's what I mean. Like tomorrow, if I, I get up, we're gonna get. I gotta get up in the morning. I don't know if you're yeah. working with me tomorrow, but oh yeah, I'm there. We gotta get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And if there's like more than an inch on my car, like if my wiper blades don't work, I'm screwed. Yeah, just, like I'll just, use my sleeve. You know, <laughs> that's the uh, the classic selfie uh, maneuver. Is just use your sweatshirt sleeve exactly, and then just get back in there. One of these, freeze. one of these, and <laughs> wipe it down. Yeah. And, I'll just I'll just freeze the whole way there and let the crank the heat and uh, and get yeah. it going. But yeah, I don't need these uh, these overnight storms. Um, so he's Tucker Silva. Um, he I'll be working with him tomorrow morning. Uh, you know how many people have asked today if we're going to discuss UFC? Uh, UFC? Like no, <laughs> no. Like yeah. I I don't know if you're interested. We can if you'd like. No. Uh, okay, fine. We'll do it tomorrow then. Seven a.m. Yeah. Yeah, Sports Hub. I'll have all your gambling odds for it. I mean, yeah, I, I enjoy listening to everything related to um, you know, gambling and everything like that. But in terms of UFC itself, like it's just never really stuck for me. Like I'll watch the big fights, like McGregor. I watch the twelve second fucking fight or whatever, hmm. um, and some uh, some other ones. But I couldn't tell you like who some of the big fighters are. Really, it's just it's just never yeah. really stuck. I respect the shit out of those guys, but yeah. And I try to say their names, and I and I screw it up. So it's like worse. It's worse than hockey, you know. Yeah. But the, the all the name you need to know is Masvidal. He's going to be the big one. Okay. And then tomorrow we have Francis and Ganu. Isn't there some guy locally who's fighting? Yeah. Um. Uh, Qatar is his name. K a t t e r. Okay. He's yeah. The, Bo- the Boston something is his. Uh. Is yeah. His name. For those. I mean, who, that, uh, that that interests me. A definitely a local perspective, but. And, and you know what? They should put this on like regular television for the simple fact that like everyone's going to be home. I don't think I think it's on I think it's on uh hey, that pay-per-view. ESPN plus thing or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It could be on pay-per-view too. I don't I don't know. I I illegal, I illegal stream it anyway. Well, the last the McGregor one was on ESPN plus, but you still had to pay an additional fee to get it on top of the ESPN plus, I think. Yeah. I I, so I believe I believe I believe it's something to that degree. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll get the details for you. Um. So Tucker, I went on a, a giant rant last night. Um. I was on the Adam Jones show without Jones with Arkand about you golfers. Like, I get it. You love golf. You want to play golf. Yeah. But if people tell you you can't play right now, like, don't bitch about it. Why? D- don't don't bitch about it. Like why because you can go without playing golf for a little while like you can go without it right that that's not the question you can go without playing golf for a while but the whole principle is just like why can't we because there's a an order that says they don't want anybody going out they don't want people out there 
people well, are jogging they're going on hikes they're walking the beach they're crowding beach parking lots they're still doing shit so why can't we golf listen i support it all i support that if there's golf yeah. there's people working um there's people you know cutting the grass they're making money like i i get all that yeah but i just feel like it's like this i can't believe all the outrage from people that Oh my God, we can't go golfing. Well, do, like, you, do you golf or no? Well, I, I did. I used to be a golfer. I okay, grew up across yeah. the street from a golf course. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm one of the guys who will try to go once a week. Um, you know, so I, I consider that a lot. So, I mean, it gets, it gets to a point where it's just like, man, it's really a part of your lifestyle and your ment- mentality is just like, what? I can't go outside and play golf. Why? We're outside. Well, just here, here we go. If the governor says don't play golf, you don't play golf. Yeah, the, and that, that's my whole thing. The governor's been hesitant on everything else. Uh, you know. Oh, so so if he says it's golf, you're gonna fight him for it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So 40, every other state 40, has golf, but we don't. So let's bitch about it. Forty nine other states are allowed to golf, but we can't golf. Why the fuck not? Because he said so. Fuck him. Dude, you know no, you could go outside and you could you could you could hit your club outside. You could I set up a trust me, I've been hitting my plastic balls and chipping in the back. There's only so many perfect chips I can hit, Joe. I mean, I'm just like perfect you, at chipping at You this. know what else you could do? You could go to the ocean, right? And you could I don't I mean I don't know if that's safe Cold anymore. Cold yeah, you, yeah, you could just start fucking whaling them from the sand. Talk about it all and, and in the ocean, yes. But like, you know, if they don't want you on the golf course, you don't go. But I, I can't believe this outrage I've seen from you golfers. Why? But it's just that if you can't do something, you can't do it. Hell, dude, there's like many well, things. Why can't I do that? Because he said so. There's an care. order. I don't care. So you got to break the law. I didn't you, break the law. I've been waiting for the golf courses to order I, to open. I, I know people who have broken the law. It, I mean, dude, I want to go get. I want to go to a restaurant and eat inside. Yeah, I, I want to have beer. I want to do all these things. I can't do them. Yeah. You, but you, you, you want to go play golf. golf? You don't have to. Play, you can't play golf. That's just how it is right now. Right, but the reason why there's outrage is just like, why can't I play golf? <sighs> I, like we're outside. I can't think of a more socially distant sport than golf. Because they don't want people going out in groups. They don't want we, people going out in groups. You go and force them stop. Yes, it's a group. Yeah, there's four people. What's the it's order? A group. What's the order? Under ten people? It's a group. What's the what's the order? Is it You're touching shit or not? You're touching stuff. Touching what? My clubs. golf clubs. Clubs. My You're golf. Touching clubs. Oh, yes. how dare I touch my golf clubs? <laughs> Fuck me, right? That I touch my own golf clubs where I know where my golf clubs have been. I now I understand some people don't hate on us. I'm not hating on you. I'm calling you all selfish. You're no, no, selfish. you're selfish. How are we selfish? You want to play golf when you are told you can't. So these businesses can't open. No, I, I, you know what? I'm sorry for the businesses. Yeah, but but some people want to open up on their own, and that's bullshit. They shouldn't do that. What golf? Yeah, some places golf are trying to open. open up on their own without the order going through. Yeah, because it's just like, what are we doing here? Let's open. Let's go. Open it back up. Let's go. Keep it going. See, I love golf, and I agree with Joe. I like Luke. I like what he says. Yes. Yes. I understand people need golf. I get it. I understand it. We all need golf. But, dude, there's a lot of shit I want to do that I can't right now. Yeah. A lot of shit. Yeah. I'd love to go. I, love, I wanted to go to Tampa yeah. Bay this year. We I was at WrestleMania 36. It never happened, but I have the t shirt and I was there, but yeah. I couldn't go. 
we all agree that there's shit we want to do that we can't, but golfers just couldn't understand and don't didn't understand why we couldn't golf. We're outside. You can practice social distancing easily. It just got frustrating. And I understand that he closed that uh, Baker closed it, you know, for from the get go. I totally understand that because shit was going down. Like, wh- what's going on right now? So let's just shut everything down. Totally got that. But it got to the point by mid March, end of March, it's just like, all right, let's go. What are we doing? But, but my whole thing is, what? All right, you know how the NFL said if anybody I'm says March, my, April. you know, if anybody says, "Oh, my decision on the draft," and if you got a problem with it, there'll be a penalty. Yeah. The guy put something out there and mm-hmm. says, "Don't do it," and people wanted to still just disobey it. Dude, I, I again, I, I, where I grew up, I saw people, I saw people yeah. on the golf course when they shouldn't have been. Yeah, I, and I, listen, I don't agree with those people. I don't, I don't think it, they should have been out there. And listen, I get getting on a plane is different. Listen, if you know who I am, I am one of these guys. When there's a rule, mm-hmm. I want to know how we can get around it. That's, I'm that guy. I, that's me. Right. But I can't believe the people that actually like fought and disagreed and like we're bitching about the fact that why can't i go golfing i can't believe it it's a social distance thing like it's because it was the rule the rule they don't want people outside that, that that's the whole thing right now the rule that appeared out of thin air but it's the the point is they don't want people outside why are you more safe at home or out on a golf course why are there people crowding the beaches then that's bullshit. They shouldn't be. At, I was down. At, I drove by the beach last week and people were out and that was bullshit. You can't have it both ways, though. So it's, you people at the beach, you suck, too. Yeah. And that's why they closed beaches. But still, people are going on the beach and everything because people need to be outside for their mental health. You can't just be locked inside and, and, and take this quarantine anymore. You can't, especially with spring. Can you answer this question? What? Are you more safe what? inside or outside? Outside. Not, not even debate outside because inside you're you're in enclosed fucking walls. You're quarantined. This is yeah. what they want. Yeah, but that's not even a question. I'm. Or what are you more safe, golfing or going into a grocery store and getting food? I, dude, I. That's why I did Instacart this week. And I, and who knows what what was in that? Who touched that shit either? I don't know. Yeah. But all I'm saying is, is that if if the government says you can't go golf, like you shouldn't go golf. Yeah, and, and everybody wanted to like break this rule. Joe, the point is, it, it was fine from the get go. I totally understand that, but it got to a point where it's just like, what are we doing here? Open the shit up. It's golf. It's just it was just driving people nuts. Okay, the beach. I'm sorry, I drove. I know it was 80 degrees on whatever Saturday or Sunday last Sunday week. Sunday was one of the better days I could remember, and there were people the in the water. In the water. Yeah, I put on my, the beach. I put my feet in the water. Yeah, dude, they they put up like uh, I drove by Linshore Drive where Nahant Beach is. Yeah, and like they block off the road so people couldn't park, and they were still going. Yeah, the beach by us is uh, blocked off to cars, um, just because they don't want a ton of people coming down and parking and crowding the parking lots. But I'm gonna walk to the beach. I'm, I'll say this: there are certain things I don't talk about because I'm uncomfortable about it. One of them is politics. Yeah. I'm not politicking right now. I am not. Sounds like you are. No, no, I'm not. I'm saying that all you golfers and you beachgoers, you shouldn't be out right now. You're being selfish. Well, we can because they just opened it up. Well, good. Okay. Congratulations, Tucker. You can I, now go golfing. Thank you. I, I tried, yeah, to, you, tried to get a tea time today. I couldn't because they were sold out. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're raking today, right? All these golf courses are fucking. But they're like they're like Scrooge McDuck today in a little bin, you know, like jumping up and down and doing well, that, fucking that, belly flops. That's the other problem with Baker holding out for so long is that now you're gonna have a have a mad rush to the golf courses to get out there, and now all these golf courses are gonna be swamped with people. Now you're putting yourself more at risk by closing the golf courses for that long. I don't know, Tuck. I don't know. Do you I, don't mean, know? I mean, you got people, Team Tucker. Yeah, you, you I got logical people, Team Tucker. Hey, listen, I'm not getting my ass up to go golfing, anyways. That's fine. So, you so, stay home. Stay so home. I, I don't, I, I don't care. Go down with it. With what that. I, what I care about is when I'm on social media and everybody is bitching about why they can't go golfing. Well, like, it, dude, but yeah, because it, it gets to a point. It's just like, all right, wh- where am I going to complain? You need to vent somewhere, Joe. And I vented a couple times on, on Twitter about golf. And guess what? I got a hundred likes on, on one tweet, and I don't have that many followers. So everybody, so th- this golf thing, this is like, I'm I'm glad we're talking about this. This is really pissing people. Like people are pissed but, off that I think that you shouldn't have gone out to a golf course because the governor said so. Okay. The state mandated oh. stay off the golf courses. So and I'm, people still were upset right. about this. Okay. So I understand you're Mister. Mr. Rules and by the book and everything. Fine, fine. You've established that point. But why is that rule established into April? Why? Why? Because they don't want people outside. No. Put the government point aside. Why can't we golf? Uh, Because it's other. It's it's the property of others. What property of others? Well, the golf course is owned by people, by by the city of Boston at some point. Franklin Park and George, right? Those are owned by the city. No, I'm I'm just talking about the actual activity of golf. Why can't I told you you could go to the beach, right? Yeah. You you could go go to the quarries and hit them down down at the quarries. You you could have that many shag balls. You could go to the Marshfield Fairgrounds and hit them. No, the gates are closed. Or whatever. Hop the fence. I'm just saying, you don't have to go to a golf course. But if they tell you don't go, don't go. But, dude, you, you have a fucking Wii? You play golf on Wii. I go get mad in EA Sports Golf. They know it doesn't exist anymore. Well, what I'm, all I'm saying is is that you don't. I can't, I, can't I can't believe you right now. I can't believe you. Why? <laughs> I, you don't even tell me why you can't golf. They say, they say don't go, but you want to go. Aside from the rule of you can't golf, why can't you socially distance yourself when you go golfing outside. Well, now you can. I know. But but I but it took everyone to oh, so you know what the governor had to do, by the way? It, oh God, I, I'm not this guy. I hope everybody knows. Whenever there's a rule, you sound like I, that guy. I'm a line stepper, okay? I am a habitual line stepper. Okay? Yeah. The rules are there sometimes and I'm like, fuck those rules. You sound like that's me. Lady. No, 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 but but it might okay. If there were like you know, you can't you can't smoke weed or you can't drink during the oh, epidemic. Yeah, weed, dude. <laughs> yeah, you can't smoke weed or drink during the epidemic. I'd be like, well, fuck that. I'm gonna yeah. drink and smoke oh. weed. Right? I, there was actually a small fear there that liquor stores were gonna close. I, I actually sprinted to the liquor store at one point because I didn't know what was going on with the lockdown. I stalked the fuck up. I was like, so, I can't do a quarantine without liquor. What are you nuts? <laughs> I hear you, and you probably would have. Would now we would have been fucking prohibition, right? We we yeah. might have been like, uh, I don't know, like fucking making our own shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, who knows? Yeah. 
Yeah, I would have been in the bathtub making making something up. I don't know. Whatever fucking rubbing alcohol and an old Bud Light, whatever it is. Or like getting fancy lights and just start growing plants. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 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 and again, I, I'm a line stepper. But the fact that like people were so outraged and couldn't understand. Like, I feel like you just didn't understand why. You're right. They didn't I want didn't it. understand why. <laughs> How don't you? You're right. Hence the outrage. How, though? How what? At this point, no. You, you know that they don't want people going outside. They, they don't want people outside. Well, people went outside because they're fucking humans. They want to go outside and be in the sun and enjoy spring. You can't just force people to stay inside for a fucking month. It can't be done. Two months. Two months, whatever the fuck. It's been you two months, Tucker. You can't do it. You, you go insane. I would be bashing my head up against a fucking wall. You can't do it. But you can do other things besides golf. Come on. Outside? Well, uh, you could jog. <laughs> you, jog. You, could, you could walk. Yeah. Do you know how many walks I've taken? There's only so many walks you can take. I mean, you could probably bring you your club. 12 times. You could probably bring your club with you, right? Yeah, bash my fucking brains in. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can bring your putter with you. My, again, Joe, I've been chipping like crazy in the backyard. It, it gets to a point where it's chipping. It's just like, all right, what are we doing here? Kristen Sermon checking in, who is a guest this week. If you're walking outside in your neighborhood, you can Thank be you, just Chris. the social distance on the golf course. Thank you. I get that. I get. Listen, I understand, but the order says yeah. not to. But uh, so, so why do we want like okay? Well, would you be? A, remember how there were protesters this week in Boston? I know there's two different things. All right. Yeah, could not. Further <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I probably yeah. I probably shouldn't even go here. No, you shouldn't at all. That was insane. <laughs> there were protesters in Boston this week. Was that bullshit or not? Yeah. Okay. People were doing the same thing on social media about the the governor is about to announce how many deaths just happened today, and then he's going to say, "Oh yeah, golf courses are open tomorrow." No, I mean, I totally get the timing on that, and I'm glad that he allowed uh, Mass Golf to make the announcement. I mean, that's that's the best uh, way to go about it, because, yeah, it's it's awkward with people dying and everything, but it's a pandemic, you know? This is, it's what happens. You, you need life to keep going on. you got to survive it. Can we agree with this? Take care. Okay, Joe, that the outrage was crazy, but the rules to play... Yeah. Place. Okay. Can we agree on that? The outrage was a little. No, I don't think the outrage was crazy. I don't. <sighs> the outrage is what made golf open. Well, I think I think what? the fact because well, the business owners who run these golf courses were pressuring Baker to open the fuck up. It's just like, what are we doing? Let's get Baker on the line. Yeah, he'll, he'll sprint right on. They just like send him a, an invite. Yeah, like hey Charlie, hey Charlie. I'm sure he's got nothing going on. Hey Charlie, <laughs> I know, I know. There's other shit going on, but like, why, why didn't you open the golf course? Yeah, why were you the last state to open the golf course? Just drags their ass on everything possible. Were you like the Red Sox, yeah. where you make a trade and then you're like, oh no, this the fans don't like it, and then you you double check, double look at it, you know? I don't know. I, I just the, the outrage was uh was bizarre, and again, I. Normally, I'm the guy who's like, why can't you fucking golf? Yeah. Why, can't, why can't we all golf? Blah, blah. They don't want you out there. They didn't want you out there. Dude, okay. I, 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 there's there's so many things. I Like, one of the things I'm going to ask you later on here is, what's the weirdest thing you've done in quarantine or, like, the weirdest purchase you have? Don't answer it now. 
But this is where we're at at this point. Mm-hmm. We're all doing things we've never done before. And, like, you want to go golfing. But boo-hoo, you can't. Now you can. Congratulations, Tucker. Yeah. You yelled. I'm golfing you complained. Wednesday, I think. What's that? I'm golfing Wednesday, I think. So. Okay. Fuck on and, that. Yeah, and you got to stretch before and everything? You gotta, oh, God, no. You got to feel free? No, you got to just. Like you won, like, a oh, debate? This is going to be a no-practice swing sort of round because like, you can't go to driving rangers or anything like that. So you just let them rip. Let them rip on Wednesday. That's all. I can't wait to hear all the people who are like, Joe Murray was so upset with all the golfers. Um, what do you think about the uh, Phil Brady, Tiger Manning? It's going to be on May 24th. What's that, Saturday? Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Okay. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. I love the idea from the get-go, and I think they are uh, um, um, donating all the proceeds uh, to coronavirus efforts. Is that correct? Yeah, I believe. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, why not? I mean, I'm wondering what the TV coverage is going to look like. I, I don't know if it's going to have as many cameras um, as a normal uh, tournament or anything like that. I wonder if you're just going to have like one shot behind or something like that. But I'd be curious to see that. But yeah, it should be fun. I didn't watch the the Tiger versus Phil back in, uh, what was it, November? I didn't watch that um, just because I, I was cheap and I didn't want to pay for it. And I don't know. I just wasn't around to it. But yeah, I definitely watched this. I'd see if, you know... Um, you know, Peyton or Brady, or if they can keep up with those guys, and or maybe if they slice it in the woods 800 yards like I do. Um, so that, yeah, that'd be entertaining to see. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the betting odds right now are, yeah, uh, what are they? Uh, right now, Brady and Mickelson are a slight dog. Brady and Mickelson are a dog. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe that. Uh-huh. I think Peyton is a slightly better golfer than Brady, I think. Well, Good point. Um, I, I, I mean, who's been playing more golf of late, Peyton or Brady? Um, I don't know where Peyton lives. Hmm. I would figure it would be Brady, right? He's down in Florida. They've been pretty lenient on the time. They've been pretty lenient. Yeah, and I, I got a little tidbit. I watched that Peyton's place. You know, Jim Nance in his backyard. Peyton's got a little oh, slice. Yeah. Got a little slice to the left. Does he? Yeah. I well, don't you know what? If it if it's about money, dude, give me Phil Mickelson all day. Yeah. Yeah, that guy li- really revs up when there's a wager involved. It's anything. Knowing like, its history. Any anything at all. Day trading. Any like that guy's that guy's into uh, all of it. Somebody <laughs> somebody just even this there. You just <laughs> asked Tucker, is this a podcast? <laughs> no, no, it's a live stream, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> And you can chat in. By the way. You, now, is there like an audio version of this that you put out? Or is it yes. just, just video? Yes, yeah, actually, Tucker. Oh, cool. uh, just sitting here is on Spotify, YouTube, and iTunes. I mean, that's just the producer in me, Joe. Just yeah. teen you up for that. Teen yeah. you up for that plug. So we are live right now on Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, and Periscope. We got like two people watching me or something. Oh, we have 19 at the moment. We were up to 40 during our debate. Really? Wow, yeah, it was, and we had a lot of chats. I don't know if anybody knows who the fuck I am. Uh, his name is Tucker Silva. Let's talk about that. <laughs> uh, he works at ninety eight five The Sports. So he's a producer. Yeah, five. Um, he hosts, uh, co-host of the Fantasy Football Show. Yep, that's uh, a very well renowned show. Yeah, it, it's uh, what, what are we going on season four, or that I've been on as uh, co-host, something like that. Um, yeah, it's flown by, and I'm very fortunate to have uh, Lockhart bring me on 
um, as co-host when uh, Rich Keefe left for EEI. Um, yeah, I mean, Lockhart and I always shot the shit in terms of fantasy when I would be uh, at the hub and, you know, we just hit it off. So he, he thought it would be a good fit. And um, I, I think it's worked out. I think it's turned into a pretty fun show. Um, so, yeah, happy to be a part of it. And uh, one funny thing is uh, the station that Tucker is broadcasting from. Yep. See the plaque? That's right. Uh, back in 2009, I might have worked there. 2009. Okay. 09 to what was the year that Jacoby Ellsbury got hurt when he ran in the Adrian Beltre? Uh, which time? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so I worked at, I, I, I worked at it was WBNW at the time when I was there. Yeah, it still is. Um, and then we branded it Money Matters Radio. Yep. Um, I was the sales manager at the station. Um, how I got the job, Dave Cullinane reached out to me and was like, hey, I want to do a show at our station. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck station is this? And um, I knew it was like a business station. And then I met the owner. His name is Barry Armstrong. Very nice guy. Um, and he's like, Great I guy. used to see him on like Fox uh, 25 and like New England Cable News. Yep. yep. You do and a then, lot of news hits. Yep. And then I'd like hear him on like Howie Carr. I'd at least like know about him on there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh shit, like this, this is like a real radio station. Like business people li- like this and probably 50 plus, you know, that kind of like demographic. Well, Dave hit me up and I wanted to do a Monday through Friday show. Yeah. And so they gave me the opportunity to do a show in the morning which was good because I could get my reps in and then do go to my other job. Right. Well, while I was doing that, I was selling ads and like, dude, not for nothing. Like a 5,000 watt station doesn't really have a big signal, but people wanted to support me. It was like podcasted like, like this is right now. Yeah. And just to add to the 5,000 watt uh, factor is that like when the sun goes down, big factor, big factor in the signal. There you go. So uh, it, it, it was tough to sell for that. And you did a pretty good job of it from what I uh, hear. Yeah. So. so what I did, I started selling and Barry was like, Hey, why don't you come work for me? Yeah, no, and uh, so yeah. I, started, I started working for Barry and he taught yeah. me a lot of things. And uh, I started, I'm like, all right, well, I only know sports. So, I mean, this is probably the same thing. And, you know, instead of doing sports topics, you do, you know, business topics. What's the stock market is what's, you know, going on in the world. What about your financial future and your, your planning and your, yeah. you know, mortgages and so did you have tech. to so did you have to mix that business related stuff into your show or are you just strictly no. your show? Nope, strictly sports. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I think what it was good is the the fun the listener mm-hmm. was into the finance so much that they enjoyed the sports talk early in the morning. So like they'd yeah. get the sports talk out of the way and then it would be like, all right, let's get to business. Yeah, it was it'd a- be a stock show right up after me. You know, yeah, it was a good fit. You know. And uh, so it worked for me. I got I got a lot of reps in, and I you know I met people along the way, and uh, they built that beautiful studio that you're in now. Yeah. And um, you know Barry went on I to have I can't turn around the camera because uh, it's a giant Mac, but uh, a lot has changed since uh, you've been here, Joe. the The big table, the big conference table is gone. Uh, we have a news desk right in front of me here, so because um, we broadcast on Facebook Live too. Uh, so a lot's changed here, but um, yeah, they're doing a tremendous job here. And listen, uh, if you if you own a this guy owns a radio station and owns an advisory group about your finances, yeah. And the people who come on the show, I'm not going to say solicit their business, but educate the listeners. And you know, because yeah. they're in the financial field, 
so they can use that leverage of radio to promote yeah. their business and educate the listeners. Yeah. And lately over the past uh, couple months, obviously during the pandemic, we've really been an outlet for financial education in terms of, you know, the stimulus package, uh, what's going on with the stock market during the pandemic and how people can get their money. What's the uh, unemployment uh, uh, benefits can 1099, 1099, uh, workers get unemployment, just on down the list. I mean, everything was just happening so fast, as we all know, during this pandemic. So we were really uh, a great resource for uh, the listener um, during this these trying times. I mean, you know, obviously, A, you're obviously trying to keep your healthy, safe and healthy and everything like that. And B, you're trying to keep your finances healthy during that. So these guys have done a tremendous job and helping out the best way possible with that. So, and dude, I was a young kid at the time. I didn't think about my future, yeah. but there were days where I'm sitting there and I'm like next to a guy who's like loaded, you know, like, wow, this guy is very like smart. A, this yeah. guy's a smart millionaire mm -hmm. and I'm just this young kid and he's talking to me and like, I'm taking it in, man. Like it was like, yeah, talk to me, keep feed, keep feeding me more and more and more because right. I wish I, I, I say this, honestly, I wish then I started to take advantage of those things because, you know, I just told you, 2009, we're in now in 2020. If I put five grand away then, dude, yeah. it'd be 10, 15, 20,000 now. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. I mean, I have regrets about that uh, here too, Joe. Uh, just looking back at my, you know, 16, 17, 18 year old self or whatever. And it's just like, well, should I buy this other Xbox game, you know, that I have 12 of? Or, um, you know, should I maybe start saving a little bit and maybe start investing? And I wish I, you know, uh, had started investing more. Um, and I've, I've learned that this is this week actually marks my fifth year here um, at the financial exchange. Believe it or not, it's flown by and I've tried to uh, become a sponge and really just soak up the financial knowledge that, you know, they have on a daily basis. And I'll pick their brains off here, too, um, about my portfolio and you know, the best methods to save and everything like that. And I've learned it a ton, um, being here and it's been a great experience. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely wish I went back and I saved more and invested more. And I didn't understand how any of that, sh I didn't understand the fucking stock market work. You know, God knows that they teach us fucking pre-cal or algebra in yeah. high school, something that I use daily. Yeah, exactly. Like, I agree. Dude, I agree with you. Like, can we reevaluate the whole high school situation in terms of what they're teaching our, uh, kids? Because I, I, I guarantee that if if kids understood what their finances would look like after college and paying back student loans, they would change their minds in terms of what colleges they went to because they didn't fucking get it at the time. I mean, right. just just my little uh, soapbox. There. And, and while you're on and that, kids. And while you're on that, dude, there were people when I was there that. We're trying to find ways on how to pay for their kids' college early on. Sure. So when they were older, they didn't have to shell out those kind of money. They already had a fund yeah. for it. I mean, you know? that's another thing I've learned here is like uh, I my kid was born 16 months ago. And, uh, you know, the first month I, I opened up a 529 plan. And I, I have a credit card to that pays and rewards to that 529 plan. So I'll just use that every with every purchase. And accumulates uh, dollars in his five twenty nine plan. Shit like that, I would have never picked up on ever um, had I not really uh, been a part of the financial 
exchange yourself. So we're, I'm not only a former employee, and Tucker is not only an employee there. Uh, we're also clients, and uh, I would tell you if, honestly, if you ever thought about, uh, if you ever thought about like your future in investment planning or your portfolio. Like it's worth giving Armstrong Advisory a call. This isn't a we're, we're not we're not getting to do that. There's nothing here, but like they'll do a free consultation. Listen to the show first. Yeah. No, no, but but like they'll do a free consultation, and yeah, boom, you know if you think it's a fit, solid, solid family-run company, literally. And I, I I mean that. So all right, uh, how'd you make it to the sports hub? How'd you uh, get into ninety five the sports hub? Um, so. I made it to the sports hub. Uh, I graduated in 2010 in July. Um, I had a couple connections where I landed an interview with uh, Rick and Mike Thomas or Rick Radzik and Mike Thomas connections uh, just to, yeah. I mean, that's really what this business is about. And I'll, I'll get to connections uh, in a little bit as to how I ended up here. Um, and I interviewed with Rick and Mike about an overnight gig that wasn't available uh, they said, okay, well, we'll, you know, we'll keep you in mind. It was nice meeting and everything. Two weeks later, uh, they called me back and they said, Hey, uh, Kevin Collins is, uh, leaving. Uh, he actually ended up leaving for the Patriots. Um, do you want the job? You'd have to work overnights. Uh, your life would change pretty much dramatically, but this is how you get in the foot of your door. Do you want this opportunity? And I said, yes, of course. Um, so I did overnights for about two and a half years there on, mainly on the weekends, but here and there during the weekdays. And then that progressed to working on literally every show on the hub um, for a couple of years at that point. And then I, I there were a couple of shifts where I worked uh, some games or I went in the locker room, um, but mainly it was just kind of shifting around as a part-timer. Um, but then it got to a point where you know I needed income. Uh, I was about like 25 years old. I need more of an income. So I got a full-time marketing job and I fucking hated my life. And uh, I, not here at a different company, <laughs> a giant global corporation where I fucking hated it. And um, I got laid off from that job about two years after that point. And that was just really a turning point in my life where it's just like, all right, what are you going to do? Are you going to go full out for radio or what? So uh, I reached out to bring it back to connections, reached out to Mike Riley, who just joined the sports hub. I met him on a weekend shift and, um, you know, I asked him, I was like, Hey, if you hear of any radio opportunities or anything like that, just, just let me know. Um, you know, I could really use some hours. He's like, yeah, of course you got, you got it. Yep. Sergeant charge. And, uh, <laughs> no from the Sarge. So Sarge or Sarge was working here at money matters radio as a board op in addition to the sports hub. And Dave Cullinane hired me um, through Mike Riley. Also on this podcast this week. Connections. Yeah. And Mike was one of the, uh, yeah, Cullinane and Riley were on this podcast. And, um, you know, I started board opping here, the same board. And six months later, um, as Dave talked about the other day, was he had an opportunity with WRKO with Kim Kerrigan and the morning show there. So he wanted to do that in six months from when I started here at Money Matters. He was like, hey, do you want the financial exchange job? And I said, yeah, absolutely. So uh, I've been executive producer of the show for five years now this week. Um, so, yeah, it's come full circle. So now in the hub, uh, I just, I'm just i literally just working weekends uh, as a board op, five hours a week. And then I got the fantasy show on Sunday mornings. But it's just great, great gig. What's that? That's a great gig. Work yeah. Monday through Friday here, and then on the weekends you get the 
You get to produce and you get to work on air at the yeah, I mean, number one radio station in Boston. Yeah, it's, it doesn't <laughs> suck. I mean, I'm very, very lucky and fortunate. Um, and it's a good situation. So um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I forgot. But yeah, I just um, it, radio is really about connections and just busting your ass and not getting. I mean, there are so many times, Joe, where, you know, I, I would have a Saturday overnight and all my friends were out and I'd be like, fuck, you know, is this really going to work? Is this going to work for me? And, you know, I, I was thought about throwing in the towel and just kind of like giving up on radio. But, I, you know, one thing led to another. I kept plugging away and um, fortunate to be where I am right now. I hear you, man. We're, we're, we're grinding every single day. You grind uh, the fuck and, out. And dude, not for, nothing, but, radio. not for nothing, but like, you know, you, you that, that station's evolved over time. Um, yeah. And I work with uh, Jason Wolf, who is a major, major, major part of uh weei and their success uh back in their heyday um which i used to listen to all the fucking time when i was in those cars defrosting all the snow off the cars and customers cars i would sit in the car for a while and listen to the big show and i would listen to you know tony maz on there and steve buckley on the big show and just go down the list uh, dale and holly i would listen to for hours every day um and that really drove my uh love for sports radio um i wonder if part of that if i got him on this podcast do you think he'd uh do you think like like i would do it i I wonder i wonder if jason would do it i I think he'd be i think he would be be a tremendous guest yeah my my thing is this like we've had jimmy stewart on we had arcand on we've had ty anderson on yeah you know and dude you could probably agree with me here we work in the sports but we don't hate anybody at we like it's not like all oh, those guys. Talk. Yeah, I, no, I don't. I don't really know. I, I think everybody. Yeah, like, in the extent, I don't know anybody like on the morning show. We know. We know Keith. No, well, no Curtis. Chris Curtis. And Chris Curtis. You know, like we know. We know guys, but like, I don't dislike anybody. I like Wig. We work with Wiggy. I mean, yeah. we. Saw, you know That's what I mean? Like, really. But what I'm saying is, like, there's not this like, you know, Yankees versus Red Sox hatred, or like, they're just like guys that work across the street, and you know, it's competition. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like this town does need two sports stations. Yeah, absolutely when, it does. And when he was there, it was the one of the top radio stations. And now he's not. And like, what yeah. the fuck is going on there? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, here at the station with Jason? Yeah, no, I'm saying at EI. He left, and now what's going yeah. on there? And he's working with you guys, and I don't know, seems like... Uh, for for a small radio station that people know the show. If you listen to Howie Carr these other shows, like they know everybody that's a part of the financial exchange. Yeah, and, and I don't growing and it's going to other markets and there's advertising. Yeah, I mean, we're behind a lot of that. Yeah, we're on 15 different affiliates um, throughout New England. Uh, Jason's been a massive part of that, and uh, we've groomed some new hosts over the past couple of years uh, to full time hosts and. Jason's just been instrumental uh, during that. I've learned I've learned a ton from Jason uh, during my five years here. So the guy is just a genius when it comes to radio. He really yeah. is. Uh, just, I'd like to see if he'd open up a little. That's all. My only question. I don't. I don't know. I think I think he would on your podcast. Yeah. I definitely think he would. Yeah. Take your word for it. Yeah. Uh, you know. Great. You know. You know this guy down here, Mark Jamelli. I do know Mark. Yeah. I, Mark, I know Mark. Yeah. He loves the podcast. I just. <laughs> I love. 
um, Mark. He might have named the podcast. Right? Huh? He might have named the podcast. He, he did name the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he actually wants uh, some money because of that, you know? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Some royalties. I want fucking meatballs is what I want. Yeah. Oh, you don't get up. You don't get up. Yeah, I'll go down to the north end. Uh, people feel like Kirk tried to fuel that competition. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, Kirk is he, he's been uh, he's been very competitive. Good, I, good for all those guys. I, I mean that. Like Kirk's doing his thing on Barstool. Jerry Callahan's trying, you know, trying to get up and do his thing, and like, good. People still want to listen to what those guys have to say. Like, yeah, there's still big voices. And I think that's, you know, that's why I want to do a stream like this, Tucker. Like, obviously, like, I work weekends or I'm, I'm like the fucking fill in guy. I'm the fill in's fill in. You right. know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't know when I'm going to be on. I don't, like, I have a time slot at 7 a.m. on yeah. Saturday mornings. Like, you right. know, but I feel like with terrestrial radio, a lot of people just hear the Monday through Friday bullshit. And they like just assume that that's what everyone is, or that's what everyone's mindset is. Right. And I completely disagree. And I, you know, you know, like that's what I mean with the EI. Like, there's guys who work there that I think are fucking extremely talented. Mm -hmm. Are they able to do it there? Is it because of the pressure of the ratings? Is it because they listen to, you know, what's going on with their advertisers at the sports? I feel like you could work a weekend show, work the board, but your voice can be heard with an opinion. You know what I mean? Like. Where, where, like, I host a show, like, I might not want to fucking talk sports one day. I might just want to talk about what's on the television. Yeah, and I, th I feel know? like that's one of the, the strong suits of the hub is they can go off. Uh, they let hosts go off in a tangent for, you know, as uh, an hour, hour plus on something that's totally not related to sports. And I think that's been a major part of the station's success is just trusting every host, whether it's full or part time. Um you know, and trusting their creativity and their radio sense. I think that's been a major uh, part of the hub success. And not for nothing, you, you're you a part of a fantasy football show, yeah. which people try, right? People people have tried to do a fantasy football show. You hear about, oh, hey, like we know that other there's other outlets. CBS Sports is out there. There are other places that, you know, you can find fantasy. Yeah, but, has one. Yeah, and I don't even know about it. And it's not because I'm disrespecting him. It's because... When are they on? When is it on? Mike Lockhart was the first. Okay, that's what I mean. So, like, I only know of the sports hubs because yeah. it's promoted. Right. I know when it's on. It's on before Patriots pregame yeah, on a Sunday. It's, it's really a perfect setup. It really is. And, like, and like, you know. I, I recognize that. You know, and, like, you, you're you a part of that. I'm myself and Dan Lifshatz, we started a podcast about gambling. Yeah, it's it's taken the fuck off. It, it, it took off. We, we, have a, it. we have a sponsor. Yep, and like you know, right now the momentum. Whoa, is whoa. You, you have a sponsor. You might want to mention who that sponsor is because <laughs> <you> made <laughs> a fucking sponsor. Joe. This isn't like Joe, you know, uh, Joe's garage, Joe's pizza shop. It's fucking DraftKings. You guys have but, sponsor. But, and this is oh, here we go. Yeah, all right, here we go. Pat no, each other. It's a big deal, Joe. But, but what I'm saying is, is that that those little niches have made it in this market. Is it it isn't blown up yet. It has or niche. I never, I never knew. Niche, 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 niche. That just reminds me of quiche now. Oh, I'm hungry. What is it? Niche or niche? I don't know. Like Mark Jamelli, is it gnocchi or nokis? Uh it's gnocchi. 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 Mm -hmm. With a G. Gnocchi. Gnocchi. <laughs> Gnocchis. Yeah. I don't know, Mark Jamelli. What is it? I need to know. 
I don't know. Nah, nah, what were we talking? Anyways, niche. These are niche things that are going on in the area, and uh, it's going all right. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows where we'll go? Hopefully, I will be here in another year. All right. I'm waiting on this Patriots uh, announcement for the Hall of Fame. Was it at noon? I, I I'm I'm gonna look at it. But what were your what were your thoughts on schedule day for the Patriots? Oh, who gives a fuck. Honestly. <laughs> Like, I mean, yeah, I, I was definitely interested to see the schedule, but just like, you know, talk to me when we get to, uh, you know, September or whatever, or training camp at least, so we can actually look at and uh, salivate over the fucking schedule. But yeah, I mean, it's, I wasn't like watching the NFL network and glued to my TV, like the draft or anything like that. It's just like, all right, that's the schedule. That's nice. Move on. Have you seen the schedule, man? It's tough. It's tough <sighs> schedule. Let me pull it up, but uh, real quick, I, I have the betting odds if you'd like. I would. Uh, I blew. Yeah. Week one, the Patriots host the Dolphins. The and, line is minus six and a half Patriots. See, I saw nine and a half somewhere. It opened at seven and a half. Oh, and wow. It, this, this has like been for a while. Yeah. Um, I saw one of the places had him at nine and a half and that's because i think they know <laughs> like they know what's gonna happen day one because that's for I, like all right i'll, I'll go over this guy you can pull it up they, they, so the first four weeks they play at home on the road home on the road and they are home against the dolphins on the road against the seahawks home against the raiders and then against the chiefs i think that dolphins game they need and, and i think it's going to be a revenge game because of what happened last year. Like, I think they're going to have the whole offseason to focus on it. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be jacked up for that game. What, whoever the uh, starting quarterback is, Stidham, um, they're going to be all jacked up because they're it's turning the page on an era in the Patriots uh, dynasty. Let's hope it still remains a dynasty, but those players are going to be jacked up, ready to go. That's going to be a big defensive uh, uh, performance by the Patriots defense. And... Um, yeah, Tua versus be, Dolphins with Stidham there. So could it be Tua versus Stidham week one? Could it be I don't know Fitz Hoyer? That would be gross. I, I wonder if they will just uh, throw out Tua uh, in game one against Belichick. It might just be Fitzpatrick, uh, just because of his recent success against Belichick. All you just referenced the game, the disaster in the uh, latter part of last year. Um, so yeah, that might be the approach that Flores takes. Maybe just throws Fitz, Fitzpatrick out there. Chan Gailey being their offensive coordinator, I know he's ancient, dude. Yeah, but he runs a spread like a real, like an Alabama spread, like how they run their offense. I think it's perfect for Tua. I actually think it's pretty good for Fitzpatrick too. Um, but I think it's it's made for Tua. And mm -hmm. hey, if these guys can run off corners, Tua might be able to run around a little bit. So, uh, just something to keep in mind. <laughs> so the capture that popped up. Oh yeah, it's Nyoki. Yeah, but that's how you spell Nyoki. We don't know how it's pronounced via Nyoki. That's literally the spelling of Nyoki. But we don't know how it's pronounced. It solves nothing. I could have fucking Googled the app. It's a mark. Nyoki. Nyoki. We'll never know. Like, you ever hear people say bolognese? Bolognese? Some nays, dude. I just say nays. See, I, the chase. I, I, I say bolognese. I say nays. Nays and. Hmm. And then, like, the funniest guy is Zoe. Whenever you try to get him to, like, say something like uh, Italian, he could bolognese. And the other, he said trattoria. I'm like, dude. Trattoria. Trattoria, buddy. <laughs> trattoria. Whatever. He's a big. He, so, by the way, 
That's the highest rated midday show. And he chats during this show. Yeah. He, like, he chats in during this podcast. Does he? He's, yep. Is he now? I don't oh, even oh, know. Whoa. Who's this guy? Oh, that's my dad. Nyaoki. 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 <laughs> no, that's not it. Nyaoki. Nyao? Nyaoki? Nah. Like, nah. Nah. Ki. Naki. Not Naki. <laughs> not Nyaoki. I want to meow, meow key. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So key, K E E. Not like key. <laughs> There's always those words, man. We just know it's all know. good shit. <laughs> all right, let's get through the schedule. Right, uh, they they travel to Seahawks. I'm not buying the Seahawks hype. I'm not doing it. Not doing yeah, it. I mean, uh, tell me who their running back is besides a banged up running back. Whether it's Chris Carson or Marshawn Lynch, if he decides to go back there again. Um, I mean, it doesn't seem like the Seahawks can ever get a solid offensive line there. Uh, Russell Wilson's a freak, but yeah, a lot of question marks on that team. And uh, that defense looks like it's getting a little bit older. A little bit yeah, older. Maybe no Clowney either. Right. I mean, Clowney's still out there and he might go back for less money, but Clowney wasn't even that solid last year. Um, he he Rashad, was shot. What about Rashad Penny? Uh, whatever. He's like a slimmer Eddie Lacey, really. Like, just kind of irrelevant. Uh, I heard on uh, on the way into work here, uh, uh, Rich on Touch and Rich made the point that referencing Jeff Howe, that there very well could not be the twelfth man advantage in that Seattle game because right. what's going on with uh, COVID? You know, are there going to be fans in the stand? In is it going to be reduced capacity? I assume it would be in September if that's when games actually do start playing. Mm-hmm. So that that's a massive factor because that's usually uh, the biggest home field advantage in sports is the Seahawks Stadium. Right. So that, that's that's a huge point by uh, Jeff Howell that he made. Do you know that they pay the Texas A&M school the rights for the 12th man because the 12th man's owned by the Texas A&M college? Really? The 12th man owned by Texas A&M. That's not important to them? They want. They need it, man. It's the, uh, the 12th man. Uh, you don't have a cutoff time, right, Tucker? Do you have to leave? Right um, 130. Okay. All right. No, no. Well, that's good. I, I just didn't know. That, I, I still got a cup audio and oh, well, I have to go. I got to go get my groceries. Oh, I got to get my mask on. Yeah. I have a story about Instacart that I could share with you shortly. Uh, let's let's knock out this uh, this uh, schedule. So the Raiders, they host the Raiders next. The when? Raiders, the Raiders have to go West Coast to East Coast week three. When? Uh, it's a Sunday. West Coast team coming to the East Coast one o'clock. Yeah, one o'clock. One. Yeah, exactly. Done. Oh, and by the way, they're the Raiders. Yeah, and they're good. They're, they've improved. They're going to be better coached. No, well, yeah, they definitely have improved, but they're uh, fucking Raiders. West, like, West Eric Carr is the quarterback of that team. Patriots are minus six. So uh, I am yeah. 3 0 right now. I'm 3 0. And uh, oh, you're really? going okay. to be surprised at my, uh, my, my record. See, uh, I, I'm still not giving the Patriots the win in Seattle. Um, oh, but oh. I, I, I'm, I'm seeing it as two and two. Um, yeah. But keep going. Uh, the Patriots then travel to Kansas City, and I just uh, but the fans like that's going to be interesting. Um, they're eight and a half point dogs. I th- I think they lose by ten or more. Yeah, I, I totally see that just 
getting steamrolled in Kansas City. I mean, obviously a lot can happen in three games on the injury front. You never know, but I mean, that just screams loss, doesn't it? Yeah. So this is the trick on that. Is there a spread on that one? Eight and a half. Oh, wow. I would pound the Chiefs on that. <laughs> so check this out. They play the Broncos next at home at one o'clock. They're minus five, which is the ugliest number. And then they're on the bye week, and then they play the 49ers at home. So this is like a legit look ahead game. And there's a bye week mixed in there. Yeah. Yep. So, like, I think the Broncos are going to be improved. Yeah. Broncos are one of the sneakiest, best offenses in the NFL, to be honest. I agree. But, and they're not being talked about. Yeah. Cortland Sutton, Drew Locke looked like he was pretty solid when he came on. Let's see what he does this um, this year when teams have more film on him. Melvin Gordon, like you just mentioned. Then you have Philip Lindsay, who's a receiving yeah, running back. I think he's a prime, like James White role there. Um, Noah Fant's really on strong. He, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be on a, he's going to be a stud tight end for them. Um, and then they drafted um, what's his face there? Um, Wide receiver uh, there. Uh, uh, Judy. They drafted Judy. Didn't Jerry they? Judy. Yeah, right. Uh, that's they, a great offense. Yeah, and some guys turned it on for them um, hmm. last year. Uh, and then they got that Albert Okawagabonum. Okawagabonum. <laughs> oh, they got him? I didn't even see that. Yeah. Yeah. So they got two tight ends there. Uh, yeah, that, that's going to be a solid offense. So that that's going to be a tougher game than people uh, are giving a credit for, I think. And then two weeks of Jimmy G, a bye week, yeah. and then a Sunday 425 primetime. Patriots are plus two versus the 49ers. They're dogs? Plus two at home. Well, I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. I have them losing that game. Yeah. That defense is good. Yeah, that defense really is solid. Um, I mean, you know, the offensive line is definitely going to have their hands full with uh, Bosa and everything like that. So, yeah, I could see that being a loss. I love the 49ers. Such a... Well-run organization, solid team they got. I, I was really bummed that they lost that Super Bowl. So check this out. They go on the road to play at Buffalo, plus three of the Pats, and then they play at the Jets. Yeah, that's a win. Okay. And then they host the Ravens on Sunday night football in New England, plus two and a half dogs. Sterling back to the Bills, they should split that series. I think so. I think they're going to lose we'll go one and one. I think they're going to lose in Buffalo on that one o'clock game after yeah. the 49 Like they could lose two in a row. Yeah. I mean, Bills. last year was tough in Buffalo. Yeah. And during the game at the end of the year, they got lucky. If if Brady and, and Edelman didn't turn into Brady and Edelman, yeah. they lose that game. And if Ryan Allen doesn't piss down his leg, mm. they, they, they win that game too. Or Josh Allen. Who did I say? Ryan Allen? Ryan the punter. Yeah. I wonder if he could throw. Probably better than Allen. Guys, maybe. maybe. Uh, and then they, yeah, the Ravens. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's not good. And then they go to the Texans again. And I know we say what we want about the Texans. They blew the Pats out last year. What do you mean again? They, they, last year, the Pats went to the Houston and lost. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, on national TV, they got their asses kicked. I mean, Watson playing at home is really a different animal. Yeah. He, he carves it up in Houston in, indoors. And then Arizona, I'm, I'm I'm weird about. I feel like they should be better than five wins, but the Pats are listed right now as five and a half point favorites. So I have Arizona making the playoffs this year. Ooh, so the total right now seven seven and a half win total for them. 
I would pound the over on that. I, I, I think they're a sneaky team to get into the playoffs. That offense is going to be really, really good, I think. That, that DeAndre Hopkins pickup, wow, wow. That yeah. That's going to be so lethal with Kyler Murray. Plus, Murray can run around and just let him get space, you know? Right. And just oh, and by the way, up to him, you know? they still have Larry Fitzgerald, who's still very effective. And was Christian, yeah. Christian Kirk really um, loves Christian Kirk. Texan. Yeah, I, I do too. That's going to be a great offense. And that trade last year, I give him crap for it. Um, uh, Kenyon Drake, I give him crap for it initially, but they saw the writing on the wall maybe with David Johnson. Yeah. Uh, they shipped him out. And Drake had that breakout <laughs> game against the Pats, right? Remember the Gronk game where you played yep. defense? Yep. Um, just wrap it up. They So they have to go on a two-week stretch. Mm-hmm. Sunday night football at the Chargers and then Thursday night football at the Rams. They get a... They get, um, then they go back to Miami at the end of the year, and then they wrap up. I'm just going to say that's a win because Brady could never win in Miami. <laughs> and then they wrap up the last two games of the year. Although they did smoke them in Miami last year. Yeah, with El, uh, Antonio. Antonio. Uh, and then they wrap up the year home against the Bills and then home against the Jets. So that, that, that Bills game, they need to win at home. They have three straight games against AFC East opponents. I got to stand. My legs are killing me. Jesus. All right. It's that chair. You felt intimidated. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now I'm now I'm taller. Now I feel like I'm too tall. Uh, your dad said he texted you. Um, Seattle will pump in crowd noise, someone said. And Mark Jamelli says Calhoun's. No, it's it's Cal Loon. Calhoun's. Cal. Calhoun's. Calhoun. Hi, Andy Wong. I don't know if Andy has Facebook though. He might have Twitter. Mm. Anyways, still waiting on that. Uh, still. Oh, by the way, um, the Bucks opening night at the Saints plus four. The last time Tom Brady was an underdog in Week One. Did you know this question? I heard it this morning, but go ahead. Buffalo Bills. He was the way, dog against the Bills way back when. That old. Oh, is that the game where he got leveled? 31 nothing. they lost. Was that the game? Yeah. The Lawyer Malloy game. Right. Yeah. They, that, they had no shot of winning that game. I mean, you cut Lawyer Malloy right before, like, that week, was it, or whatever? It's just like, oh, no chance. No chance. That game was over from the get-go. Do you believe in the uh, B- Buffalo Bills at all? Um, no. I believe in McDermott. I don't believe in Josh Allen, and I think that's going to kill them this year. I, I mean, how do you watch that Texans-Bills game in the playoffs? Them absolutely choke it. And it's just like this this guy can't be a starting quarterback. He's a mental case. Total mental case. So, they got, got a lot of weapons around him this year, though. They believe yeah, they do. And it's, you know, can he hit those weapons? Can he? Like, I mean, how many times have we seen Josh Allen overthrow a wide open uh receiver? It's just I don't I don't believe in him. I really and don't. And if Diggs doesn't get the ball early, he could be a malcontent. Yeah, he could he could get pissed. He could get really pissed and maybe stir up things in that locker room. Um, we, we saw, you know, uh, those rumors circulating um, in the Minnesota Vikings locker room that he was um, not happy. So now you're getting uh, Josh Allen. So enjoy that, Stefan Diggs. So yeah, hey, I, I don't know if you've looked into it yet, but any fantasy football sleepers this year? I honestly, I'm so off okay. the radar. So okay. off the radar with that. You, you got you got time. You got time. Uh, I mean, fantasy baseball hasn't even started yet. For God's sakes, you know. <laughs> we got the. I really, I really start cranking, um, right when training camp kicks off. I'll 
dive in and see what what each team did in the offseason, how rookies are being received. That's when I really dial it up. Um, I'll take like a whole couple weeks and really just dive into it at that point. So Jim Harbaugh, the coach of Michigan, wants kids to be able to choose when they want to leave to go to the NFL. And if they don't get drafted and they still have eligibility, should be able to go back to school. What are your thoughts on that? So, yeah, I saw this in your email. So he he wants say, say that again. I don't really get like, it. Not like, let's say like Leonard Fournette, right? Yeah. He had that great freshman and sophomore year, but couldn't go into the NFL draft because you can only go until when you're a junior. So like a lot of these guys have these great years, like two yeah. of Tagovailoa, right? Like Never graduate. It, exactly. So, um, you yeah, know, if somebody wants to get an education, go back to school, they should be allowed to. Yeah. But what I, no, but I'm saying go back and play. Oh, go back and play. Yeah, like for oh. example, like for example, um, let, let like Thaddeus Moss didn't get drafted this year from LSU. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he didn't get drafted, he can now has oh. the chance to go back to LSU and play again. Yeah, but he's, it was his choice to sign with an NFL team, and I'm sure he would have done that even if this option existed. Because yeah, but there's some, but the, the NBA does it. I mean, what are your thoughts? I, I, I think once you're done with school, you're done with school. That's a part of your decision-making process. So, so the, the Patriots picked up a kid named Jonathan Thomas from Miami this year. Um, his he, he was going to get kicked out of school, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, dude, he's he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just got issues. Right. But he so in and so what he did was instead of finishing school, he just said, "I'm going to declare for the NFL." So he gets an agent, and then he doesn't get drafted. Patriots sign him as an undrafted free agent. They'll play for him. But like he couldn't then go back to Miami. You get it? But but another school could have picked him up if he could have passed the grades. I just think you're going down a weird road if you if you open up a rule like that. Just just keep it like it is. And there's some basketball kids while you're at it. (laughs) There are some basketball players that go to the combine and then they get graded. Like, oh, you're a first round pick or you're a second round pick. And if they get graded the second round pick, they go back to school. Right. Right. So. I mean, I could see something like that, but once you make the decision to take okay. an NFL opportunity, then that should be All it. Right. So maybe everyone is eligible to go to the combine, and then from the combine, and then you get a grade, and then, and then you can choose to. Either, like, hey, listen, you're probably school, so you should probably go back to school. Okay, that's fine. That, that I could get behind. Yeah, sure. Uh, the Jordan documentary. Are you in, are you enjoying it? Um, yeah. So I am uh, four episodes deep. And uh, yeah, I like it so far. It's the gambling stuff. So yeah, that's that's what I need to see next. Oh, I was listening to Felger Maz recap an episode that I hadn't watched yet, and I'll be honest, I I had no idea um, that's what happened to Jordan's father. I had no idea he was he was murdered. He was murdered. We don't know why. Like why the reasons? But yeah, uh, definitely yeah. Like sketchy. But I didn't know in the first place that his father was murdered. Yeah. I know I was too young at the time. Yeah. Ninety-seven, right? And everyone knows the story. He won three and disappeared from basketball for a year. Right. And so, I mean, that, so that I I learned, believe it or not, and I don't oh, know if that was widely yeah. known amongst my age group. And I'm sorry if I didn't know that, but that's something I learned. And so yeah. I'm looking so at he, all backstory to that. He said he wanted to play baseball. Yeah, but it's totally gambling. Well, oh, we we assume that, but. We don't know, um, but he tried. Why, to- why would the greatest basketball player of all time go play baseball? Well, that's what they're doing in the documentary. If you watch, he he's he's bored. He's tired. He dude, like baseball. He, he can't take a shit without somebody around him. You know what I mean? Like right. 
and I don't feel bad for him actually because he makes so much money. Yeah, but, I, like that comes with the territory, man. You're the greatest basketball player on the planet. Well, like he like the territory. When you watch though, like dude, he can't. That's that's what they they made it out that he also has you know creative control with this. Um, yeah, but yeah, when you watch, it's Actor. like he's over it. He is over it. And he, he's always nice to kids. He goes to the hospitals. Like, he does. And I, like, I think Jordan, if he wants to gamble, he can gamble. Like, he, he had an issue with 50. He lost $57,000 to some dude who was, like, not a good guy. And so he had to go to court. That was gambling? It was a gamble debt. Yeah. yeah. So he had to go to court because the guy got in trouble. And they were like, what's this $57,000 from fucking Michael Jordan? A personal check. And Jordan was like, yeah, it was part of a gambling loss. So he had to go to court for that? Yeah, so because because like, file it, was a witness. No, the guy, the guy, yeah, the guy was like Probably a tax related. Yep, but yeah. Jordan had to go, and it was like, oh, what the fuck's this? You know, and then that got all the spotlight, obviously. Exactly, and then this guy wrote a book, who he goes golfing with, and I guess they like big big bucks, and some of the people he was associated with were legitimately mob people, bad bad people. Um, I mean, that, yeah, that's always been the rumor and kind of really known about Jordan is, is gambling, really. And, uh, a, a couple of things we haven't heard yet. He blames, he said that if Horace Grant played a bad game, he couldn't eat after bad games. Yeah, I saw this. Why? Like, I, if I was Horace Grant, I'd be like, who the hell are you? Michael he's, Jordan? Like, he's, such a bully. <laughs> he's such a bully in this series. Like, I need to eat. Yeah. Um, this is so weird, but last night I worked, I worked the night show last night. Mm-hmm. And I got home about midnight and Space Jam was on at one o'clock. Let me guess what channel? Uh VH1. No, it was on um It had to have been VH1. BET Her? What? Maybe. Yeah. I I couldn't believe it. So I'm watching it and, and basically Michael quit playing basketball. You know the you've watched the movie. Oh yeah, Space Jam, yeah. of course. They're like, oh, you're late for your baseball game. He's like, I don't play basketball anymore. You know? Oh yeah, that was like a major storyline in that. But watching Space Jam and then watching the documentary at the same time, it all adds up. <laughs> it all I'm adds like, up, holy shit! <laughs> it's just, it's so weird. I wanted to tell you one other thing. Uh, so Michael Jordan, I guess, couldn't go grocery shopping or go to stores or anything because you know the media. So I guess yeah, I mean, he, he would. Yeah, that's the one thing I feel bad about these, you know, wildly famous people is just like they can't live a normal life. And it's just like, oh, woe is me. Woe is me. Have you ever been in a uh, ever been in a mall or a grocery shop when they say, hey, the mall's closing in 10 minutes or whatever? Well, when that happened, they would call Michael and be like, hey, we're closing, but we'll we'll stay open for you. And so everyone would leave. And then that's when Jordan would go and do his grocery shopping. Yeah. I mean, I I can't imagine what it would be like if everybody uh, how many people would come up to him on a given day like 20 something maybe maybe more like heavy women more every day oh god that would drive me insane it's just like can he go out to eat he would have to probably close the restaurant down if he wanted to take his family out to eat or something like that and oh god i can't imagine that life uh so i tried instacart for the first time what'd you Uh, think of it because i I haven't i don't subscribe to instacart i haven't on prime but I went right on. It was easy. I paid for it. It was done. But so I ordered uh, lettuce, baby spinach. I ordered baby spinach and spring mix in a bag for my wife in a cucumber. So that was it. Because, you know, I'm out on salad. I'm out on lettuce and all that bullshit. Why? I- 
Do I look like a guy who eats a salad? All that bullshit. <laughs> All right, anyway, so I ordered a, a I ordered a twelve pack of Diet Dr Pepper. And okay. um, so all the bags come, and I'm like, where's my Dr. Pepper? So yeah. I unload everything, and there's an extra bag. No, no Dr. Pepper. And I open the bag up, and it's a fucking box of baby spinach. A box. What do you mean, a box? Like those little, like, container boxes of, like, you know. Vegetables. So a normal container of salad. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Box. That, a fucking ball of lettuce, like a <laughs> lettuce roll. A head of lettuce. A head of lettuce. Yeah. And then fucking, um, what are those things that Tom Brady loves? The uh, fucking, um, what what are like the, the things, you know, the ice cream, avocados. There were fucking nine avocados in a bag. Do you eat avocados? No. I don't eat lettuce, avocados, or and there was another thing of fucking. So I I don't love, I like floret, floret broccoli. I like the florets. Okay, floret. They were the ones that I already cut, like the cut heads. A and crown. Cut, yes, oh. I don't want that fucking big ass lettuce head. <laughs> not lettuce head, broccoli head. Because like it tastes like shit. I'm sorry, it does. Chop it up. No. Chop it up. Anyway, so I'm like insulted. Because I didn't get my damn soda, and yeah. they gave me avocado, a head of lettuce, and fucking well, a box of shit. Okay, <laughs> a box of shit. So, and I texted. I'm like, I want my soda. You gave me a bag that's not mine. So I understand your frustration. Uh, just real quick, I've been doing curbside pickup at a grocery store, and I'd be lying if I said there wasn't something wrong with every single order. Um, I can't get too upset with it because. It's, they're just overwhelmed right now. They're so overwhelmed with everything. I guarantee you that their mistakes, whether it's Instacart or any store, would be far less had we not been in a pandemic. So I just cut them some slack, really. They, they didn't actually mess up my... They just didn't... They gave me a bag yeah, of shit they don't yeah. want. Yeah, like, I mean... Like we, imagine if it was like a bag of chips and like, you know, Rice Krispies treats and fucking fruit by the foots. I'd be like... Oh, 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 oh. Could you imagine a world with a fruit by the foot? God. <laughs> And you're complaining about no golf. Complaining about golfers. My God. No, but I'll, I just, yeah. it was a good experience, though. They came on time. Oh, I think it's the future, Joe. I, th I really do think it's the future. Uh, not just maybe Instacart, but I think stores offering some sort of a curbside pickup or something like that. My <laughs> man Peter doesn't like Instacart. <laughs> Have you heard, by the way, of what's going on uh, with some customers of Instacart? Have you heard of this? Tipping? Uh, tipping? Tip baiting. So, th so there's been cases of uh, uh, people using the Instacart service baiting drivers and shoppers with a large tip, and then Instacart's system is that you can settle up your tip once your groceries are delivered to you, which I think have changed because of this tip baiting. But you'd see people would put down a large tip of like fifty bucks or something like that. And the shopper would just be like, oh, well, this guy's offering me 50 bucks. I'm going to go take that guy. And then the people would just yank the 50 bucks and give them like two and just, you know, go F yourself pretty well, much. They're going to have to do what Uber does eventually. So I think that Instacart did uh, change that policy. But it's just like the fact that people were tip baiting like that. Oh, yeah. I, 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 picked, picked, people. I gave 20% ahead of time because it's so, it like puts in 5% and you can just hit send and I'm like so you're doing 20% I did 20 well the reason why I wanted I mean 
during, like I'm I'm doing this to like take out people right now and you yeah know. I mean I normally don't tip takeout I haven't been getting takeout at all uh, yeah. just because I'll, I'll be honest with you, I never used to tape on because I'm just picking yeah. it up you know I don't I'm an advocate of not tipping on takeout unless it's like a massive order like a New Year's New Year's Day like Chinese food order I'll tip but other than that if it's regular takeout I'm not tipping but uh, during yeah, the pandemic I really hope that people are tipping twenty percent or more. Because God knows they need the help. Yeah, restaurants are in dire need of of any help you can give them. So help. Tip and not, percent and more I, at I, least. I know owners that are like in the grill at places because they need the help. You know, and they oh, want, yeah. Want I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's literally down to single digits in terms of people working at restaurants, and a lot of the times it is the owner uh, in the kitchen. All right, all right. So a couple more here, Tucker, and I'll, I'll get you out of here in like five or ten minutes. Right. Um, so the, have you heard the Earl Thomas story? So I saw his video, uh, and I just read like a quick headline of what happened. Do you want mind just recap? So Earl, Earl Thomas, Earl Thomas, um, got a B our Airbnb with his brother and some. A what he got a Air, what Airbnb? Oh, he said Airbnb. Oh, Airbnb. Um, you know it's that Boston accent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Airbnb yeah. and um he his wife went on his Snapchat, logged in and found his location, mm-hmm. showed up with a gun with her, her girls, and like basically like put a gun to his head. Whoa, 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 say that again. Yes. He was at an Airbnb with his brother and some hoes or some girls. And okay. uh so he's at an Airbnb with his brother and some hoes. And women. And women. Okay. <laughs> and his wife went on Snapchat. And logged into his name and found his location. Oh God! And then showed up with her friends, and had a gun and put a gun to his head. Jesus! He wrestled the gun from her, and then like they had to call the cops or whatever. That's a bad. Yeah, he saw, saw his video, and his video was like, "This is just a bad time right now for us." You know, this is just uh, you know, uh, uh, it's the most you can do during these times. Like he just didn't he say like, "Oh, this stuff happens." Yeah, like like a moron. Oh, this this just this happens. You know how it is. It was like, no, I don't know how it is. That's that sounds well, like, like something I've ever experienced ever. And well, probably like, ever. If I'm Ben Roethlisberger, I'm gonna be like, Audible, Audible, Airbnb, Airbnb. <laughs> I mean, does he's probably seen some sort of punishment, right? Because of this? Oh, no, she will. Because it, well, actually, who rented the Airbnb? Why is there an Airbnb being rented during a pandemic? Dude. I, I brought this same thing up. Isn't that maybe uh, there's some sort of a legal thing there in terms of uh, the Airbnb leased out yeah. illegally? I just think, though, a gun is probably going to get you in trouble more. Guns are bad. Guns. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you about Mike Tyson, but we'll, we'll save that one. Um, show endings, Tucker. I'm going to just rattle through them. Okay. You give me a good or bad. Okay. Just so, one, one word? Uh you can elaborate a little bit. All right. Seinfeld. Not good. Not good at all. It's just a disaster, really. Friends. That's fine. The Office. Um, Good. Lost. I didn't see Lost. I heard it sucked. Lost and Game of Thrones were both awesome shows with terrible endings. Yeah. The Game of Thrones ending really is uh, just one of the worst things to go down in the history of humans. Just no. Like- Nobody's talked about television season ever. Nobody's talked about it. 
Oh, I think plenty of people have talked about you know, it. Like, ha- you know how like everyone's like ready to go to the game, and then like when the team gets blown out, everyone just goes home and they don't discuss it. Yeah, like, that's what Game of Thrones is now. Oh, now, yeah, yeah, nobody talks about it anymore because I think everybody watched it. That was one of the most popular uh, TV shows ever that people were watching at one given time. So I, there's no need to rewatch that shit. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I, I'm in the camp that he was whacked. Um, I think I I don't know how more obvious they can get, um, and I don't really understand the criticism behind the ending. Yeah, I'm actually going to do a podcast on what the ending, and just what do you think? You I th- th- I think it was just like lazy. You know what I think? I think we got whacked. Who's we? Us. Us. The viewer. The viewer is never a character. But we got whacked. We don't know what's going to happen. What? Yes. But the the, the, the viewer is not a character. Tony okay. Soprano is a character. It, it, there's, there's two things here. The camera's focused on him the entire the series. point of view was on Tony the whole entire time. You're right. Yeah. Every time someone walked through the door, he heard the ring and looked. Mm-hmm. And it ends with Meadow walking in and we seeing Black. And but we it, remember the, the conversation with Bobby on the boat. You don't know when it happens. All he knows is you turn, it goes black. And that's the conversation they had. So was Tony Wack, saw Meadow, and it went black. But when the camera is on Meadow, so that's a first-person view of Tony. So Tony gets whacked. The camera but, is on Meadow from his seat. I, you're not wrong, Tucker. I'm just saying you asked me my opinion. But I don't understand your opinion. I think he got, <laughs> you got whacked. Who's we? There's that's no the we. viewer. But the camera is from Tony's point of view. Oh, we got we didn't see what happened. We got whacked. Who's we? Whack. Me and you. No, we. The viewer. No. The, the viewer is not a character. The, Tony Soprano is a character. Hence why it was from his point of view. <sighs> I mean, that sounds like you smoked some weird grass. Back then, <laughs> though, dude, back then, when that shit happened, I thought something went wrong with my cable. Oh, everybody did. I was like, was like, what, what's going on? What? Uh, back then, though, dude, and call, say whatever you want, they had Sex in the City and then Sopranos back to back every day, every show. Yeah, I mean, I never watched Sex in the City. Um, I heard it was pretty good, though. I don't know if you have, but I yeah, that was a solid lineup from HBO. Uh, Breaking Bad. Um, the actual last scene. The ending. I thought it was safe. Okay, I agree. I agree. I thought it was too safe. What about, Son- it. what about Sons of Anarchy? Um, it was, I, I guess it was okay. I don't know. I, I don't really have more insight than that. I mean, is that something you can spoil? I, th- I feel yeah, like we, yeah, we can let's not do that. Yeah. All right. We got uh, Murray's Musings. Okay. Uh, I got five minutes. Your thoughts on Nick Cage as Joe Exotic? I was fine with it. I saw it was a lot of criticism, but I think Nick Cage is that batshit crazy that he's a perfect fit for the role. Okay. Uh, Adele's new look. Have you seen Adele lately? Yeah, she looks gorgeous. Yeah. Stunning. She like, what was that song? Like, uh, and she complained a lot. Uh, what was that again? Uh, Rolling in the deep. Uh, 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 wait. Yeah, that, that gave it away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Let me go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I wasn't even close. I mean, she looks like a new woman, like like a really new woman. Yeah, she really does. Uh, I got this. Hang on, hang on. I'll find it. Uh, what was that song that she did? Oh, 
Come on. You got it because it's so I, I don't know Adele songs off the top of my head. I set fire to the rain. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Uh, no, no, hang on. I got it. I'm going <laughs> to find this right now. I set fire. Okay. Uh, I will never mind. I'll find someone like you. I will. Oh, the piano song. Yeah. Yeah. Call that the piano song. Now she's like, find someone like me, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Can she look good? (laughs) I mean, she was beautiful before, but obviously massive weight loss there. And it looks great. And that was, it was hard to process that song because I heard it so many times in my life. And then it went away. So it's like, you know, you hear something so much that you, you forgot it. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, rumor has it you. Uh, well, oh, that's what it was. Rumor has it you. Rumor ha- Whatever. Um, <laughs> murder hornets. Mm. Slightly terrifying. Do you want me to add it? I can like go sure. I'm more scared. I'm not scared about the sting- stinging per se. I'm scared about the bees because bees are highly underrated in society they really are they they don't get enough credit for uh keeping us honey honey sticks guy you're a well what guy like honey sticks what's a honey stick you know those little things you bite off and eat eat the honey i get them at the top no i i did not know that like it's just you bite into a stick like like a popsicle and it's it's like uh, you know like you you ever get like those um not pez what are they like uh those oh, little sugar things you rip them and you, yeah yeah they have that in honey straws or something no kidding yeah they're like little honey sticks well either way I, i'm scared for the bees i'm scared for the bees i'm not scared for myself okay uh and then we're gonna wrap it up here with uh we do a little something called quarantine okay uh, things that you have done during quarantine I mean, not much. <laughs> uh, what, shows, what, what shows have you been binging? Uh, binging. Uh, I just started. Uh, we were talking a couple uh, or last weekend. I just started watching Dave on FXX. That's yeah. hilarious. Little Dicky. Yep. Very funny. I've been watching that. By the way, I watched that. Charlemagne sucks. Did you see the last episode? Uh, no, I'm only I'm literally only seen two episodes, but I, I, I fully intend to watch it more. All right, you'll know that what I mean when you. Uh, Better Call Saul. Every week, I was watching that. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's the one of the best dramas I've ever seen. Um, amazing writing, amazing character development, and then the action just really increases as you go on. If you liked, if you like Breaking Bad, you have to like this show. I agree. Yeah. Um, what kind of snacks have you been snacking on? A lot of trail mix. A lot of trail mix, whether there's some uh, M&Ms in there or some craisins or what have you, or pecans or pecans, however you want to pronounce that. <laughs> well, that's another tough word, I guess. Um, yeah, a ton of trail mix. I've been drinking a lot more, not like binging every day, but like I've been having like a cocktail. Yeah, you don't have to drive. So it's like, well, no, it's just not just that. It's just like trying to help my stress level and everything like that. I didn't like. I, I I don't want to sound like an alcoholic, but like my alcohol intake has gone up. I'll, I'll say that, but I'm not like getting drunk. If that makes sense. I'm just like having a drink or two, um, five days a week now, rather than two days a week. Good for you. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite frozen food? Favorite frozen food. Um, I'm not, I like pizza. I'm not a big fan of frozen pizza, but I've been having a lot of that just 
out of necessity. Um, back in the day, I really, <laughs> this sounds weird, but I used to have frozen stuffed coal hogs a lot. Put a little Frank's Red Hot on that. Oh, man. It takes about half an hour to make out of the freezer, but man, they are good. Everybody I've asked this question to has had something different. Yeah, the uh, stuffed coal hogs I highly recommend. Wow. Uh, and finally, um, oh, I didn't ask you this question yet. If there was one person that you could be quarantined with from the sports hub, who would it be? Um, now, would it be just in a neutral site? Or is there family involved? Um, like a do like, like you guys have, you have, your own, you have your own rooms, but you got to stay in the same place. Okay, so like family's not involved or anything because like I I like Marshall Hook, but he has five kids. I I don't no, want to no, be no, near no, five kids. Um, I'd probably say Hardy, just because I I feel like he's like I don't know I, Hardy just feels like an older brother to me, and we have a lot in common and. Um, I feel like I could pick his brain for hours on several different topics, whether it's music, movies, golf, his radio career. I feel like we would have a lot to talk about. Um, and I feel like he'd be an easy guy to live with. And he has a, a, a gold lab, which I'm a big fan of too. So final question. What's the weirdest, weirdest purchase you've made during quarantine or the weirdest thing you found yourself doing during quarantine? Um, I, I don't know about doing because I honestly I've I've been working six days a week. I really haven't been doing much. Um, I, I'm playing a lot of games, like in, in terms of Xbox. But um, I'll say the weirdest purchase I made was yesterday, and I don't even know if it's that weird. But I bought a vacuum sealer. Oh yeah, I, like I, I needed one. Yeah, I gotcha. So like, I you bought that normally, and you did. It's like we we have so much meat we need to store now because there's might be the is a meat shortage so i think we're going to start freezing some meat and in order to preserve space in the freezer um you know it's easier if you just seal them off pretty much and I, my dad has one and he raves about it so i finally pulled the trigger on it yesterday it was like 70 bucks it wasn't even that bad um and then another thing you can do with it is you can marinate um stuff with that too so i'm looking forward to that yeah. it's great to store marijuana too if you ever uh, is it i don't know i just I, yeah. have you, uh, no seriously is it yeah. yes uh, Okay. It preserves it. Makes it like a brick. Do you grow your own? I've never have. I know. I know people who have. I know people who have too. I just I've never done yeah, it. But, yeah. So that's what happens. They vacuum seal it. So it like. Huh. You ever see like uh, Harold, seen the mason jars or something like yeah. that? But not ever, a vacuum seal. You ever see Harold <laughs> Kumar. Remember when the, the or like yeah. you ever see um, uh, Super Troopers when they find all the weed and they're in those cubes. Right. They're all vacuum right. sealed. Like a, yeah. That's all they all are. Uh, all right, Tucker. Anything else today that you uh, you want to get to? No, I got to fly, dude. But I I did have uh, a lot of fun. I hope you have me on again. Thanks for uh, being the eighty seventh guest on your podcast. Thanks for thinking of me. Uh, you're the twenty fifth. <laughs> oh, yeah. good. I'm twenty fifth in your list. Okay, twenty <laughs> fifth. Uh, that's fine. We got a big week next week. Big I'll, see you, I'll see you in the morning, right? Oh, that's and, right. Why don't, don't you promote forget. the show? The DraftKings Over Under Show, 7 a.m. with Dan Lipschitz, Joe Murray, and Tucker Silva. How's that? And I really, I really do wish your show someday is not to kiss your ass, but I really do hope that show is two hours someday because you guys could crush it on a two-hour show. We're trying, we are trying. All right, Tucker, thank you for your uh, for Thanks, overtime. Man. Anytime. The studio looks great, and tell everybody there I said. I'm going to go golf now. Is is that okay with you? Yeah, go ahead, go, okay. go. <laughs> I just want to check. You want your golf? You go. Show. 
the, okay. the governor gave you the okay. Okay, yeah. But yesterday or oh, Wednesday not. Oh no. no. <laughs> Selfish prick. You try to you're like the governor's got other shit and you're up his ass. Oh go, go, go. Uh, oh. All right, I'll see you in the morning. All right, All right toodles. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, that's Tucker Silva. That was fun. That was fun today. All right. Well, what do we got going on tomorrow morning over under 985 podcast, 7 a.m. Tonight, I'll be on with Christian Arcand on the Adam Jones program. So you want to stay tuned for that. Uh, I got all your UFC picks for tomorrow. It's going to be a big night uh, for UFC. I didn't realize how loud I was right there. Uh, and then we have the weekenders. I'll be doing on the weekenders Sunday at two o'clock uh, on YouTube if you want to check that out. So uh, that's it for me. Uh, Monday, Mason Souza joins the show. We'll have Big Jim Murray next week on Tuesday. And I know we'll wrap up the week with John Anik from UFC. He'll be on with me, and then we'll mix in a few guests as well. Going forward, uh, depending on what happens with the lockdown uh, or when things start to get opened up a bit, I don't know when the time of the show is going to be. Uh, I'm doing them five days a week right now. They could be one day a week. I, I don't know. Um, so when things finally get back to normal, we'll find out. But I do want to do like segmented shows, like TV stuff. Uh, Sopranos ending is something I definitely want to do. I want to do one on the grunge era. I want to do one on butt rock of the 2000s. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that I have in the tube that uh, just haven't got to yet. Um, but there's going to be a lot of good topics uh, going forward here. And I'm doing this to stay fresh. Uh, I'm lucky enough to go into the radio station three, four days a week now. Uh, next week will be two. But hey, um, there's literally nothing else I can do at this point. So uh, I'm getting out of here one more time. Just sitting here is on Spotify, YouTube, and iTunes. I'm going to download these bad boys right now. Uh, I'll get them on there. They should be there within the hour. Um, and then anybody, you can listen to all of them. Uh, we've had tons of people from the sports. I'm on here. Uh, we're going to have some additional guests going soon. So should be a lot of fun. Appreciate everybody that has been chatting in. Um, best podcast ever. Says Mark, Mark Jamelli, what are you going to do without the the the, the, um, the feast? There's no feast. Can you believe that? Hey, uh, you got no meatballs to give out. Yeah. What are you going to do without the feast? I, I, I like, there's no feast in Boston. Like if this was the Sopranos, there would be a damn feast. Now I know Polly would nitpick. Okay. And try to skim around the edges a little bit for uh, what's out there, you know, because he didn't want the damn guy's hat on one of the episodes. And let's not forget the little teacups had their little, uh, they had their little issue there. But the Sopranos would not, would always have a feast. Maybe they'd move it. Maybe they move the feast to somewhere else or to another date. It's kind of upsetting that there's a, there's no, fe no feast. Uh, Tom Silva, thank you, sir. Especially that Tucker guy. Thank you. Uh, Manhattans. I think, man, I'd love to have a Manhattan today. I got to go to work, though. So that's it for me. Thank you, everybody, for checking in today. It was a lot of fun. Thanks to Tucker Silva. Uh, I'll see you guys in the morning, 7 a.m. Actually, I'll see you tonight at 6 o'clock on 98.5 The Sports Hub. I'm Joe Murray. I'm just sitting there. And real quick, the Feast of St. Alzir. Polly went cheap with the rides. Janice, Bobby wanted to kill Paul. Remember that? And then the kid and then uh, Polly's mom wasn't his mom, was a nun. And everyone was upset about the hat, right? And uh, what else happened on that episode? 
Uh, there was a lot that happened. Damn feast. Um, oh, Adriana's mom was in there. Uh, anyways, the, the feast of St. Alzir. And you know that new priest was like, yeah, 10 grand, not enough. We want 50. Anyways, all right, I got to get out of here. Sopranos talk. I got to do a show. Got to do a Soprano show. All right, I'm out of here. Joe Murray just sitting there. I'll see you tonight, 6 o'clock, 98.5, the Sports Hub. Uh, this is another edition of Just Sitting Here. We'll see you on Monday.